Hi there and welcome to episode 5 of the Night Gallery podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be discussing The Housekeeper. But before I start, as I mentioned last week, I wanted to discuss um, Tom Wright's paintings. Um, Wright basically covered the paintings for the entire uh, run, all the way through from uh, the first episode, which we're still in at the moment, but it's the last story in this episode, right the way through until the infamous third season. Um, Wright was a production illustrator for Universal. Um, uh, he was basically, I mean, he's a very talented man. His, his, the paintings that he created, he had to do um, like maybe five paintings. He said he out there to five paintings at a time simultaneously, certainly in batches anyway, um, the, to make, the, uh, make it look like somebody had done different image like different paintings in the gallery it wasn't all just done by one artist they're all different sizes they use different uh, styles as well um, in one for some they're just classic oil on canvas but even uses things like collage different points as well. um, that which is a real skill I mean he was uh, asked by uh, producer uh, Jack Laird uh, to do it initially and um, in a way, also these these paintings were a muse for Serling. Um, Led would uh, send over Polaroids of the paintings, so Serling could write his intros, um, so, so he could get a, a better feel for what he was discussing. Um, they became really, really popular. Um, they still are to this day. To be fair, there was those images. Um, they gave him so much work, obviously, because it really was an incredible showcase for his talents. I mean, there's not many artists that get the option or the opportunity to have their paintings shown every week. More, you know, not just one as well, two or three at a time on a national American television. Um, apparently, uh, Sylvester Stallone as well is a, uh, a fan of these paintings. He's got some of the according to um, the After Hours book. Um, which is like, um, if you don't know it, it's a very good uh, companion uh, text for the show. According to that, it says that Stallone is, uh, has a number of images on his walls from the uh, from, from number of the paintings on his walls from the show. Um, typically, also, uh, Universal sold a lot of these images, or these, all these paintings, should say, cheap in the early 80s. Um, just which is just ridiculous, but I think it's testament to the um, the love that it well certainly the cult love that is there for Night Gallery. I mean I know we're slight not quite as uh, big a number as the Twilight Zone fans, but uh, I know that the love is still there for this show, and uh, those people uh, are willing to spend thousands for a copy of one of these paintings. Uh, Luckily for, for Tom Wright as well, he was wise enough to keep a couple back for himself. And uh, he's got the one that I would want, which is the Caterpillar. But I'm guessing that would cost a fair few thousand pounds. Um, on to our uh, first, well, onto the story for this week, which is the second story of the first episode, The Housekeeper. It's, uh, well, it was written, again, by uh, Douglas Hayes, who wrote The Dead Man, which was last week's story and the first story in this episode so it's like a double bill of his work it's not under his uh, name uh, it's done use a pseudonym for it Matthew Howard this isn't so the name did pop up twice on the double bill which is what you might be instead it's because 
wanted to stop it. It's because he didn't direct it effectively. Uh, that was down to uh, John Meredith Lucas, who he does a it's it does a reasonable job. It's not it's not it's, this isn't. Um, I said last week, and I'll, I'm going to say it again. This is an all right episode. It's okay. It ain't great. It's but it's not. It's certainly. I think a lot of the problem with this one is that you compare it to The Dead Man, and it looks a bit lacking. Um, which is a shame because it's actually it's a pretty fun episode. It's certainly not one of the weak ones. I mean, we're gonna gonna go into some of those a little bit later on in the run. I think I've got a bit of a stinker coming up in about three weeks' time, if I remember rightly. But let's ignore that for the time being and just keep focus on the housekeeper. Um, the story is about Miss Wattle, who's played by Jeanette Nolan, who is a frumpy, aging. Scottish housekeeper, bit of a cliche in truth. Um, she gets a job working in a big old, uh, big house, uh, very affluent family, uh, affluent couple anyway. Um, working well, the man of the house is a guy called Cedric, who's played by Larry Hagman, and Larry has the best beard you have seen in ever any any actor. It's a real strong bushy 70s job but trimmed trimmed he looks it, it it fits the character to be fair i think it might be i don't know if it's fake or not but it looks like a stuck on beard it's 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 odd it's it's quite funny um anyway cedric doesn't really want a housekeeper he's got he's into black magic and he's got this this plan which is uh, an unusual one to say the least him and his wife do not get on uh, it's Coletta, whose wife. They she is the money behind um, the family. She she owns the house. She's got the millions, and she doesn't like Cedric anymore. Really, to be fair, and it, she's it, she's quite a cold woman, and she's reached a point now where she's basically just filled with <laughs> quite a lot of hate for him. Um, anyway, Cedric's into this black magic and um, has got this kind of weird experiment on the go he's able to or try thinks he is at this stage able to transfer like it's like a mind swap kind of experiment um like a, i don't know if a thing with two brains almost kind of like kind of old school kind of mad scientist shtick um but he's able to do it using a, a, a frog and a, 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 a you know, kind of spell a magic spell so he goes up and he tries to persuade uh, our, our Miss Wattle um, that, that you know this is a good idea. Really, she's understandably a tad weary, but is won over quite quickly. To be fair, to think it is a good idea, and the simple reason for that, and it's quite obvious when you get to it, is it's the money and the return to youth that this will provide. Um, and the transfer happens, it's a success. There's a great moment when um, uh, Coletta uh, is now opens her mouth in horror, in shock, and out comes the voice of, well, Jeanette Lowland, our, our, our housekeeper. Um, and yeah, I mean, basically, it's just that then down to Cedric, he kind of offs his wife in the body of the old woman. And then it makes a rather slightly rapey uh, move towards um, towards well, what is his wife, but with the housekeeper's mind in it. I mean, the f- it is. It sounds odd, but I mean, the theory. His theory is that 
you know, he loves his wife's appearance, but wouldn't mind getting, you know, somebody who loves him, or could love him. Um, well, anyway, the, the Hagman character, Cedric, kind of basically just turns and says, you're my wife, let's, um, as it were, get it on. Panicked, obviously panicked anyway, because this is a ridiculously extreme scenario. Coletta, new Coletta, I think she'd probably call her, sprints upstairs, <clears throat> locks the door, stays there for three days, and then goes downstairs. And basically... Um, says, you know what, this might be in a bit of an error, but not only that, I'm going to leave you, and I'm going to take all the money that you wanted in the first place, because it's all my cash, so unfortunately, you're stuffed anyway, and this would have happened to you anyway. Cedric, not exactly delighted by this, but it's obvious he's got his, um, he kind of expected it to happen, you can see that. So what he does is, he <laughs> Well, at that moment, effectively, as she's as new colour leaving, the door opens, and there's another old woman there. Out comes the jumping frog, and the uh, and the change happens again between what was obviously the new housekeeper and new Coletta. Oh, turning the <laughs> so your camera kind of crashes into um, the old woman, this new old woman. <laughs> The new housekeeper with the voice of Miss Wattle, uh, Jeanette Nolan's actress voice, and it and it literally goes, you know, how many times will this happen? How many times? And then there's this great payoff line, which kind of the entire story's kind of build into, where Hagman is really just wonderfully sinister camping at this. It just says, until we get it right. There's a little grin on his face that, you know, he's obviously just brilliantly evil. And then that's the end of your story for this week. Um, what I'd say about it is, it's a really, it's a, I mean, it, I, I enjoyed it, but it's obviously um, designed to be a little bit more fun and a little bit lighter. It's a, a sign of things to come that I think a lot of people, particularly the pilot in that first story, we're expecting it to be more like a Tales of the Crypt and every story is quite grim dark and they aren't really, to be fair, there's quite, you know, it changes the tone a lot. Um, some people like that, some people hate it. I think in isolation, this is a good story. Um, what happened was with its production, um, Hayes uh, off the story over to producer Jack Laird, um, basically because he was worried about, uh, well, Laird was worried about a possible impending writer's strike. Um, and Hayes just had the story ready to go, he'd already written it. Uh, he just had it lying around and just suggested if he wanted it, he could have it, basically. Um, this is, I think that's part of the reason why it's quite different tonally, because obviously it's been written in a different way. It's, 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 cla it's like 19 minutes long. Which makes you think it was aimed to be a, you know, 13 bit that, including our bits and whatnot, 30 minute episode kind of story idea originally. And then it's been tagged onto this anthology format, which kind of alters things slightly with it. Interestingly, though, considering the fact that the uh, the ending was is, is the best bit, I mean, that, 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 that payoff line, in fact, is the best bit because it's just so, it's funny but nasty as well. That's Hagman, Larry Hagman came up with that. 
um, that that actual uh, that payoff um, while they were filming because they weren't happy with the kind of like screaming kind of how many times kind of ending did, did that kind of punchline finish really really added something to it to be fair I mean Hagman is in his element in this he's um, he's just ace he loves being I mean you know who doesn't like playing the bad guy and he is a great bad guy um, he's very shallow as a character Cedric he um, what he does is he well he's got this kind of like faux British accent which sounds put on a little bit and you kind of think to yourself oh Hagman's kind of being a bit like this accent but then um, every now and again it just drops out at times of stress and you realise that Hagman's actually playing a character putting the accent on um, and this lighter tone um, kind of you know it, it, it's powered by Hagman's performance I think because I mean you know it, it, it adds an idea it's pretty you know it's not the first story where you've done a, a brain or mind swap brain stop kind of storyline I mean um, you know if it's me or Freaky Friday that kind of stuff is, is obviously that kind of story but um, it's still um, obviously in this case it's done with a slightly more well, it's a tongue-in-cheap darkness to it, um, and it's it's Hagman really. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm banging on about him, and, and to be fair, Jeanette Lowland's very good as that kind of um, oh no kind of Scottish uh, housekeepery kind of you know frump, but he just dances around everywhere, looking mischievous but slimy stupid and shallow and self-serving it's he's he's a believable both these stories both the dead man and and this have a believable monstrous character in them they're um, they're kind of real worldy kind of settings but with these um, supernatural elements Um, obviously the the concept of a body reanimation in the dead man is not exactly a um, a hoot and a holler, but oh, uh, not like you know, a, a well, believable, I suppose, but it still kind of has that kind of basis of, 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 of believability about it. And this is kind of the same, and that's not because of the black magic element, obviously, but because of the uh, the motives and, and the ideas are very much grounded in a reality. Um, you know, it's sort of you know, classic present day setting kind of stuff. Or present day for the seventies, obviously. So yeah, um, this is kind of a more lighter toned story, um, but it's it's fun with a kind of a grim kind of element to it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I'd certainly not uh, a lot later on in certain episodes. Um, some of the lighter stuff is rather silly. Um, I wouldn't say this is a silly one. I would say it's more um, just a bit more fun than obviously. I mean, the Dead Man is pretty pretty gothic old school horror kind of ideas whereas this is you know you meant to have a bit more fun with it and I think when you pair those two together although the housekeeper might pale slightly in comparison I think it works to kind of as a whole as a you know whatever an hour long episode whole anyway a couple of pieces of uh, housekeeper housekeeping uh, I just want to give a couple of thanks really um, over on Twitter to uh, the Night Gallery uh, Twitter feed, who I don't know the guy's name, uh, or indeed the woman's name if it is one, um, who've been really supportive really early on. They've been um, retweeting every time I tweet 
on from my own personal account um, when I've got a, a new podcast up um, I've been pushing people towards the podcast um, really kind of like early doors flag waving for what I'm trying to do which is just brilliant I mean so kind of you um, so thanks to you man um, also thanks to uh, Luke Owen who goes under the name uh, Budica Films that's B-O-D-D-I-C-K-E-R Films that's at Budica Films um, on Twitter as well who's left a really nice comment uh, about what we're doing um, cheers man I mean again I mean it it's nice I mean we st- I started this and I wasn't sure if I was going to get anybody listening I mean Night Gallery and tw- Tom's obviously got the Twilight Zone podcast and thanks thanks again for hosting me Tom um, which is you know it's a massive thing um, and I know like in next month over Christmas well, what's coming up over to Christmas uh, lots of people watch a lot of Twilight Zone it's like a it's, it's an old tradition for lots of people but that tradition doesn't really exist for night gallery apart from a few people like myself so um i'm not i'm not saying what the night gallery is completely um it's like a, some kind of ridiculously cult classic because it obviously it's not that obscure but um for the for the fans it means a lot and as a fan it means a lot that i'm able to talk to some people that are hopefully kind of on the same wavelength as me um also finally uh Gary Lazelle, um, you left a feedback message on iTunes, um, like a review, um, and that again, really kind words. Um, it's quite, um, it's quite touching, really. That I'm, I'm glad that people are, are enjoying what I do. Um, hopefully, hopefully you'll continue. You'll continue to listen and enjoy it. Um, if you've got any feedback, you can get hold of me at uh, Night Gallery at the twilightzonepodcast.com um, you can uh, well you can leave comments on the board at well on any of the posts at the twilightzonepodcast.com I do check it or if you want to talk to me directly I am on Twitter uh, it's at orange underscore monkey which I know sounds a bit random um, uh, that's and yeah I mean I'll, if you want to say something have a word and I'll, I'll defo talk back to you because um, I love this show and uh, it'd be nice to speak to people who've got similar views to myself so yeah anyway um, until next week where we will be talking about a room with a view have fun and I'll speak to you soon take care bye